Mr. Feeney? Mr. Feeney? Mr. Feeney! Boo! <laughs> I start shouting at it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't break my microphone, please. This is very expensive. It was a gift. Okay. Yay. <laughs> it's gonna be so fun to edit that one, later. That one's Thank a gift. You. That's a gift Thank for you, you for later, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my god, we're in person. We're in person. It's not that we couldn't have been all these times. No, it's just it's mostly, mostly been a convenience. convenience thing. Yep. I get it. <laughs> this morning I was gonna be over here anyway, so that was convenient. Yeah, but exactly. And I get to pet your cat while and we do this. He was like, What the fuck? I know. He's like, Why are you touching me? Leave me alone. He's very, like, he's one of those where you can kind of pet him for a while and he looks like this, but he actually enjoys it, and so he'll just be like, fine. Yeah. But sometimes he doesn't, and sometimes he's like, I will fucking end your life. But we just cut his nails, so he's fine. <laughs> oh, nice. You cut his nails? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Once upon a time, when we first got Rigby, we tried to cut his nails. Uh-huh. <laughs> Did so not go well? Oh, my God. It was so stressful. I was like, absolutely not. We're never doing this again. And we, yeah. we generally, now at this point, we don't. He, I mean, he claws at his his scratching post and takes care of his own nails. As long, yeah, as yeah. long as he doesn't claw people. Anyway. Well, before we get started, I wanted to make a quick... <laughs> Making the Italian hands. The Italian hands. <laughs> I wanted to do a quick shout out to Cheyenne and Bailey, who I met earlier this week. And uh, I wish you could have been there because yeah. they were wonderful. We had the best time. We went out for drinks um, at the hotel where they were staying downtown and Cheyenne has been listening for a little bit. I don't think her friend Bailey listens, but um, it was just so nice to meet them. Yeah. And like, it was it was kind of weird because like going there, she knew so much about me and mm-hmm. I knew next to nothing about her. <laughs> we had been following each other on Instagram for a little bit, but like she just reached out because she like loved the show and then was in Chicago and it was so much fun to meet her. And um, yeah, it was like such a fun cool experience and she's the best and she's thinking of moving she's in seattle right now she's gonna potentially move to chicago after she's done with grad school and i was like do it (laughs) yes i'm sorry i couldn't go i was at work from 6 a.m to 5 p.m on wednesday gross yeah it was i was so fucking tired gross yeah (laughs) hate that hate Uh, that for you but i just wanted to shout out just because that just happened and it was like so much fun such an unexpected weird thing that this podcast is like given me specifically because I'm on our socials is like being able to like reach out and connect with people and so cool yeah that's exciting yeah sorry I missed it hopefully next time next time all right okay well well let's talk about some brotherly shoves brotherly shoves yes yes (laughs) this is the Feeny call today we're talking about season 7 episode 19 19 baby the last of the teens oh my goodness brotherly shove yeah and it's a dramatic episode. It is a dramatic episode, but honestly, it's the first one in a while that I've been like, yeah, I like this episode. It is and pretty, I think it is it's a good one. Just yeah. because, first of all, I think it resonates really deeply with me, mm-hmm. um, having been really close to my brother growing up and then kind of growing apart while we were in college. Mm-hmm. And then also, um, I just love Will Friedle. Every Everything that comes out of his mouth, I'm just like... You're, it's so well delivered. Like, it's just so natural. Everything mm-hmm. feels so natural. Mm-hmm. It feels... All of his reactions are natural. It just feels... He's just it's, so good. It's a really grounded episode, which we haven't had a lot of lately. No. We've had a lot of, of like, hijinks mm-hmm. and, and kind of stupid episodes. Well, and they... This one is really nicely grounded, though. I think it's because... I think it's because of Will, honestly, because we tried to have a grounded episode a couple episodes ago and it was like they were all separating and they were all not friends anymore or whatever. Yeah, the pranks. But it didn't feel. No, and I think it's because 
I think it's because of Will. Like, yeah. I think he just... Like, the only time that it's, like, really serious in those episodes is when he's like, Rachel just left. Right. And so I think he just has a way of making... He just has a way of making this entire show for me, so... Of course. Anyway. Yeah. Um, but my trivia for today is... Wait, I don't know if you can see that. I'm going to put it over here. Um, I could This is one of... Two episodes that is rated TV PG for violence. Whoa. What do you think the other one is? And then there was Sean. Yes. Yeah, I mean, they're stabbing. (laughs) (laughs) Well, because there's also the episode where Corey pushes his dad. And so there's a little more. I was going to see if you thought, if you could guess of it or think of it right off the bat. I mean, if you had said this is the only other episode rated TV PG, if you hadn't said for violence. Yeah, I should have not let The for violence was the the giveaway. Well, because, yeah. I mean, the sex ones aren't even allowed on, like, Disney Channel anymore. Sure. Yeah. But I don't know what they were rated. They were probably just rated. No, I mean, it's just the, like, surely saying, like, Boy Meets World violence, like, Mm -hmm. the immediate first episode is and then they were shot because like that's the only episode in which we kill people we kill people yeah we see people (laughs) we watch somebody with a pencil through their head and scissors in their back like that's dark that's so dark (laughs) i love that episode it's so good so the four violence was your giveaway i know i know halloween just passed so Mm -hmm. missed your mark i know go watch your thanksgiving episodes yeah okay so damn it it's your turn yeah okay and away we go so Corey and Topanga and Sean are all clearing out the garage um, because Alan asked them to while they were away Eric shows up and he's like what are they doing here shouldn't I have been here dad called me and told me and you didn't tell me and so he gets pissed and leaves so then later Corey is like apologizing Eric's like what are you apologizing for it turns out that they uh, Corey kind of looks, Eric's like, we don't have a relationship anymore, but we used to. And, um, when they end up selling all of their things in the garage, then they have a huge fist fight and it ends up in the hospital and then they make up again in the garage. They don't really make up though. They, just, I mean, they, they don't. Move, but they do. They do in the way the brothers do. Yes. It's like a weird, complicated thing where I ended this episode and I was like, is there a part two? No, it, I think it's actually right. You know, like mm-hmm. they have it out and then mm-hmm. they just kind of like, Pick up. Pick up, yeah. You know, like, that feels true. I didn't touch on Sean and Jack, but it doesn't feel like something We've that done needs it to be touched Who on. <laughs> you know, it's just filling out the runtime yeah. a little bit. Um, I think it's funny. Like, yeah, I think they're it's, it's funny. It's the comedy. Yeah. You know? it's, the, it's the comedy in the show. So, And the Angela and Rachel stuff, I don't care about. So. No, I truly don't the, care. The, like, eight lines we decided to give them to be in this episode. Yeah. Um, I mean, I appreciate relevant. their presence because I think. I don't know. I, I like it when it's not solely focused on like the core three or four or sure. something like that. But at the same time, it's kind of like whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Um, yeah. I think it's an interesting end to the episode, but it's mm-hmm. one that feels feels true. Feels real. That's fair, I suppose. Because yeah. how do you like, what do you, where do you go from there? I right. think Topango was right in saying like, you can get back to that. It's your choice whether or not you want to. Mm-hmm. And I think that's part of adulthood and having siblings is learning if you want, if you like these people as people outside Mm -hmm. of them being your siblings and then deciding if you want a relationship with them. Grown up, grown up friendships with your siblings is... It's weird. It's a hard one. It is. It's It's very... It's a weird one. I often envy... Especially once they get married and Mm -hmm. that kind of thing, it's just tough. I know. I I envy people who live in the same place Mm -hmm. as their adult siblings and have a like 
strong like friendship with yeah. them, you know, in a way. And mm-hmm. I, I do envy that a little bit. Yeah, um, I would agree with that. I live close-ish to my brother, but like the difference between the hour, yeah. like in the city and out in the suburbs is still enough that we don't like see each other every week. Right. You know? No, I mean, that's, I'm spread out pretty far. Like my brother's, yeah. you know, I got one and a half brother in New York, a brother in Tennessee, a brother in Texas, and a brother in Nevada. So <laughs> Just all over. All over. So we only see each other, you know, when we, mm-hmm. holidays usually. I mean, I don't know. That's only a, like, Greg's actually going to be here next week. Nice. Coming up to visit. Trevor was here a couple weeks ago, but mm-hmm. that was, he was here for a business conference, but we still got mm-hmm. together while mm-hmm. he was here, uh, for, for, you know, a drink and a little hang. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. We didn't ask what you learned. Oh yeah. What'd you learn? I guess that that's kind of what I learned. Cause I feel like there's not necessarily a clear message. It's mostly the adult. Yeah. Friendships with your siblings can be very complicated but something that if you want to, you need to make time for, just yeah. like all of your other friendships. Right. Because it's not like you live together anymore. You're not... It's kind of like school friendships, too, where it's, it's like you're it's forced like a school sh- together. Yeah, school friendship or whatever. Mm-hmm. A friendship by proximity. Yes. Um, and, you know, a matter of circumstance. Yes. And then if you want it to exist beyond that, it mm-hmm. requires Yeah, you need to put in the effort. Work. Um, just like you would for any other relationship. Yeah. Which is tough because, like, for Corey now, Topanga is part of the family. And I kind of entered this episode thinking, like, okay, there, it's not a problem that Topanga and Sean are there. It's just that Eric should have been there, too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It was the fact that Corey didn't invite him and he invited Topanga and Sean. Because, honestly, Sean's been his best friend mm-hmm. since, you know practically conception and so it's like of course he's gonna have some memories in that garage as well they're not gonna be his possessions but like when they're like oh my god it's our treehouse sign like you know he's gonna also have some memories and things maybe that he doesn't even if Corey's like i don't really want this sean might be like oh well i'll take that like i mean Corey's so Corey's a jerk in this episode yeah because what we also what eric informs us of is that alan called Corey mm-hmm. and said like clean out the garage mm-hmm. with your brother yes and and Corey, and Corey straight, Corey up, was straight like, no. up just like s- says he will and then mm-hmm. does not and then doesn't. contact eric about it yeah that's so shitty just shitty yeah it is shitty. it is it is shitty and and he never really like i i'm with eric in a big way that Corey yeah. never really apologizes no. never actually like he's sorry he is sorry that he got caught got caught he is sorry that he was that he's sorry I hurt your feelings, not sorry. Yes. Or I'm sorry you're upset, basically. Yes. You know. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. He's never that sorry I got that caught. I was an inconsiderate asshole. No. Yeah. Well, and I still don't think like at the end of the episode, Topanga obviously is the one who like kind of brings it. I'm kind of showing my hand here, but she kind of brings it home for us, and she makes Corey finally see like, um, this is what the problem more so is than anything else is just that like Eric's trying to have a relationship with you. And clearly that's not some, it like, do you want that? Is that something that you do want? Because you have shown him so far that that's not what you want anymore. Whereas when you were growing up, that's like all you wanted. Right. Well, and there's also this, this element, the, what I thought was a really interesting moment, right. Is when Eric, walks into the student union and apologizes to Sean. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And then right after that, Corey comes to apologize to Eric. 
but they're two very different apologies, different apologies right? Yes. Eric actually is apologizing for his behavior, his behavior. Mm-hmm. and Corey is apologizing that Eric's upset. Yes. Yeah. And it just it's a it's a smart writing contrast mm-hmm. of like putting these things back to back because it just shows that Eric like actually understands mm-hmm. the like emotional impact of his actions and behavior mm-hmm. whereas Corey does not. Mm-hmm. I love all the well-rested jokes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Where I love that we, we put these little peppering in like, yep. this is out of character for him, but not yeah. in a bad way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, uh, that was fun. Um, it's, yeah, I think that it's just this, this interesting like commentary on apology and like adult friendships mm-hmm. that works really well, actually. Like, yeah. I think it lands. Um, the like big driveway fight is oh like, my god kind of silly and hilarious and Corey again is a fucking asshole to this woman yep. yeah um, i don't understand why he doesn't just turn around and he's like i don't know uh, 50 cents and right. then she's like okay yeah just turn around answer the question like why does it why is it anyway i know he's he's a jerk about it i'm glad he gets punched in the face yeah I'd love to see it yeah he deserved it mm-hmm but yeah, I mean, <laughs> I feel like that's just where we've landed pretty much throughout all of season seven. It's just like, he always Corey's an to be asshole again. Yeah. It's true. Um, I think it's very sweet that Eric comes to his rescue, I guess you could say, or comes to defend him. Um, I don't know if Corey would have done the same for him. He's like, I'd like to think that I would. And I'm like, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. But that's, I like too that it, you know, the episode is smart in that it doesn't wrap itself with like Eric goes and like fights this guy and then they're in the hospital and like, hey, I love you, hug and make up. Yeah. It's very much so still like, you still don't get it. There's still tension. Yeah. You know, like, do you want us to actually be friends or do you want us to just be these people who like, you know, only when it, only when it matters Mm -hmm. or whatever, right? Like. Only on holidays. Yeah, only on holidays. <laughs> um, which is, you know, a very interesting fair point yeah. about adult siblings. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, yeah, it's an interesting dynamic mm-hmm. there that I think plays really well. And again, the fact that, like, you know, it doesn't resolve itself until, like, Eric kind of comes in and is like, you know what? Mm-mm. Like, and this, it's wordless, but it, it does it. Yeah, you know? it does it. It's yeah. very good. Um non or very good yeah non-verbal acting mm-hmm. right um well and it's interesting to me we've had this this before i can't remember what season or what episode specifically where it's either eric talking about how sean is more like a brother to court or like or it's the inverse of that where Corey is saying that he doesn't know eric do you remember what I'm talking about? Do you know what episode I'm talking about? Corey either is talking about, like, we never knew each other. We just shared a room for however long. Um, but we're just roommates. We're not brothers. Mm-hmm. But I don't remember which one is picking on the other about that. And I don't remember what season it is. It's got to be four, because they're still... Four or three, because they're older, oldish. Yeah. But... Is it the like where Eric moves back home, or maybe he's moving? Oh, it's like right in the in, in between where they're going on that trip together. Because uh, then he's like, you know, you're hanging out with Sean and you're hanging out with Topanga. Maybe it is Eric who's saying that about Corey, and that's why he invites them on his trip. I don't yeah. remember. It feels right, something like that. But yeah, we've had this before where Eric is feeling very shut out of Corey's life, and I feel like 
not to justify it. I'm not trying to say that like this is this is kind of an excuse, but it there does come a point when you are the younger sibling, and Corey's a middle child, so it's a little bit different than like my brother and me. But there came to a point where you kind of separate because the age difference is right in that awkward moment where it's mm-hmm. like, okay, I'm trying to do more adult things. I'm trying to like hang out with my friends. I don't want to be stuck with someone who's three years yeah. younger than me. Yeah. For Corey and Eric, I think it's only two years, but for me and my brother, it was three. And I understand it, honestly, because if I think, I think if I had a younger sibling, I'd probably be the same way because I was always fighting to look older uh-huh. for like to appear not as young for like my brother's friends or even to like my friends or Mm -hmm. I would always, yeah, just try to be more of an adult. So that way, like I could still hang out with my brother's friends. Yeah. Um, but there did come a point when there was a clear divide and it was like, oh, I'm not really a part of his life anymore. And that divide kind of happened a little bit in high, like middle school, high school and that, that gap, mm-hmm. but it mostly happened in college because right. then he really had his own separate life right. and that I was not a part of. And then right. it was kind of like, well, I'm still in high school that we can't bridge this gap yet. Yeah. And then once he got out, it's hard to, it's hard to close that gap again. Yeah. Once you're back in a position where you can, cause no one tells you how to do that. Mm-hmm. It's either your sibling moves back close to you and again, it's proximity. Right. And so then you're back to where you were or maybe they move away and you just don't have that anymore. But no one walks you through that or tells you like how to navigate that. And it's one of those weird things that maybe people should be talking about more because another example is like after my brother got married, my mom is like, where's my place in his life? Mm. Because I'm not his caretaker. I'm not his, you know, that's all of that he's an adult with a another woman in his life who's going to take that higher so it's just like one of those family dynamic conversations that i feel like people just don't talk about very often yeah maybe need to be i mean i wonder this this resonates in a lot of ways with me personally um Mm -hmm. my so my dad has a brother and a sister Mm -hmm. none of them talk yeah at all really you know like haven't seen my aunt his sister in over well over like a decade and a half probably Mm -hmm. I don't know you know god knows how long and my uncle and him I used to see them when I was younger and then slowly but surely not as much and I only know little bits and pieces but you know what I what I get the the gist here and there is that like you know they just have stopped talking and seeing each other very Mm much and it's funny I had like a conversation with my brother at one point where we both kind of expressed that like we don't want to end up in that kind of position yes. as brothers. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, where we like don't talk or see each other or yeah. like at the very least when we're in the same city like yeah. <laughs> see each other. Because that happened. My dad was like on a business trip in in, uh, in uh, Pennsylvania where my uncle lives and like reached out to like meet up with him for dinner or something. and Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, that, that pretty much happened to me when I went to New York with my brother, my half brother, Roger. Yeah, yeah, where he stood me up. You know, like it didn't feel good. No, know, of right? course not. And I was like, that, that sucks. Like I know we're not close, but 
but but it still feels honestly, like the least like we can at least go get a sandwich yeah <laughs> like we well, can get a beer and that's the like i guess that's the co- most complicated thing because when it comes to family there's almost an entitlement mm-hmm. it's almost like well we are related by blood so you should still want to like hang out and talk with me and it's just like that that's such a weird it's such a weird gray area it's even it's even more complicated i feel like when you don't have um uh, what was I going to say? It's even more complicated when like there's no um, common shared interest. anything. Yeah, shared interests or like if one Beliefs. of you doesn't want to. Yeah. And I don't, I don't even know what the solution is. Do you sit down with your sibling? Like how you were saying about your brother. Do you sit down with your sibling and you're like, this is the type of relationship I want to have. Yeah. Like what is... I don't know. Because I feel like you don't really do that with other friendships. Right. I, I mean, at this point, I feel like I, I've kind of given up on a relationship with my half-brother. And like, that's fair. You know, that's like, fair. You, I'll see you when I see you, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but with my other three... And that, and that feels kind of shitty, too, because then I'm like, but with my other brothers. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like... Which feels crappy to me uh, to, like, separate that. Um, it's... I don't have any half siblings, so I can't say for certain. But it is different. Like Jamie, it's different. I never lived in the same house as him. Exactly. Uh, Jamie kind of looks. She has two half siblings, and yeah. she's kind of like, no, I'm an only child. Mm. Like she looks at. She's like, yes, I have half siblings, but like I was raised an only child. Right. So like you were raised one of four. You right. weren't raised one of five. Also, the youngest of one of four. Yeah, mm-hmm. youngest of four, and for three years, you know, from fifteen to eighteen, was the only one in the house too. Mm-hmm. The rest of them had moved out mm-hmm. from that period of time but you know i don't know it is interesting i do think a lot about like what is our like relationship now as adult siblings and i think all of us think about it it comes up here and there but like we never really dig into it enough sometimes and i don't know I know what to do with it it's hard it is hard it's weird and hard and you know it's only it, it, the, the geography of it all is is even harder yeah i think eric is really really right to be as upset as he is too mm-hmm. i want to like lay on a lot of the stuff in this episode and like compare it to my own life but there is a difference and that is that i do not live in the same state much less you know as any of my siblings yes and so when we're geographically nearby we we spend time together you know yeah um now if we did live in the same city i don't really i don't know that'd be different that'd be yeah. interesting I like to think that if I lived in the same city as any of my brothers, we would see each other with some level of regularity and, and hang out and do things. Um, but, you know, you see, like, sitcoms where you do have two siblings living mm-hmm. in the same city as a part of the friend group kind of thing, you know? Yeah. And that's, and that's, a, that's a dynamic I'm unfamiliar with. Because I also true. don't have any friends whose close siblings live in the same city either. Yeah. You know, like, that's not... I don't know. It's just, like, a unique thing that I actually don't have... Mm-hmm. And maybe... Maybe, like, if you would... Like, I don't know. Because I think if you're referencing friends, which I feel like you might be... I wasn't. Sure. <laughs> yeah, I guess it could be about friends. There's, like, there, there's you know a I'm connection. I know, I know. <laughs> but there's, like, a connection between... So, like... um Ross and Chandler live together during college. They move. Chandler moves across the hall from Monica. So Monica develops a separate relationship with Chandler. Sure. And so then it's still Ross's best friend, but has a relationship. So it's kind of like, I don't know, if I had a relationship with one of my brother's friends. Right. Um, 
And that was a reason for him to like either come into the city or if we all lived together, like lived in the same city together, then it would be, I feel like there are other connections that maybe some people have, or even people who live closer to their extended family. And it's like, we're getting together with so my cousin. Yeah. And then, you know, so then it just, it's different. It's different. (laughs) I was more thinking of happy endings in my mind. That's more. Oh yes. Yeah. 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 That too. Um, That's fair. And, and that, they're all mostly, like, college pals, mm-hmm. basically, um, who also all grew up in Chicago, I guess. So they're, they're yeah. Chicago locals. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'd be in, I don't know. I like to think that if me and my brothers or any combination of us lived in the same city, we would get together, more, you know, once a week, more, less. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Go out, hang out, whatever. But could be wrong. I'm not sure about that. Greg and Trevor did both live in Knoxville as adults for a couple of years, basically, mm-hmm. where they were both in UT and in and around there. And they did, you know, did a lot of things together pretty regularly, actually. Mm-hmm. So I like to think yeah. that I would have behaved similarly, but I'm the baby too. I don't know. You know <laughs> I'm the youngest. Yeah. So I don't Greg know. And Trevor are like a, just about a year, a year apart. So mm-hmm. they're different. I don't know. It's a, it's a tricky thing. It's like the, you ever watch, um, did you watch Mary Happy Whatever? No. Oh, you gotta watch it this year. <laughs> um, it's a, it's a holiday limited sitcom, um, oh. on Netflix with Dennis Quaid. Ah, <laughs> um, uh, Dennis Quaid. Yes. It's Dennis Quaid. It's, um, but it's got also kind of a lot of sibling dynamic stuff. So. Yeah. That's good to, I feel like there's a lot of content out there on it, but it either ends poorly or it ends in a fake happy mm-hmm. way. I feel yeah. like there's not a lot of very honest, which is, which I think is, is very, it's very true when you say that this lands. Cause I think it does. Yeah. I think this lands honestly of like, they're not really getting like hug and makeup and like, we love each other. Best friends. It's more of like, you know what? Like you're my brother and whatever that means is what that means. Is it raining? I think so. Yeah. I was like, what is that noise? Yeah, I think it is. Well, I already know who your MVP is now. You tipped your hand. I know. It's, Pang- it's Topanga. Pangers. <laughs> Pangy. Which is interesting that it's not Eric. I, here's the thing. I was going to give it to Eric, but I think there are certain moments where Eric is playing a little passive aggressive. He does play pretty passive aggressive. There and were some times where I was like, okay, Eric, yeah. I think you're mostly in the right, but you're being a little bit you're of an ass. You're being a little bit of an ass. Yes. So mm-hmm. that's kind of why I didn't give it to him because I think he is communicating, obviously that he is upset, but the fact that he doesn't specifically... I don't know, come out and say it earlier. He kind of lets Corey dangle yeah, in a certain... Yeah, that he doesn't just be like, hey, it really hurt my feelings yes, that you did that not you did invite not... me to do this. Mm-hmm. And it's hurting me more that you're pushing it aside. Yes, and like also like, come out. this is where Can it's coming from. Yes. Out. Be clear. So that's kind of why I didn't give it to Eric because I was just like, okay, we're sure. we so always, close. We don't always make great choices when we're hurt, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> also, like as a, you know, Eric's probably what, 21, 22 at this this point 22 probably if he's getting ready to graduate so Corey's 20 yeah. so it's just like you know I wasn't the best at communicating when I was 22 I was probably uh, passive aggressive as well so there is that level of it where it's like okay we do have to chalk a little bit up to 
you know, you when you're young, you're not the best communicator. But at the same time, it's Can't just like... Can't all be like, old and wise like you, Megan. I know. <laughs> no, I was not. Oh, my God. Grandma. I know. I'm old now. Yeah. But I'm much better at communicating now that I'm old. But... <laughs> old, um, practically dead. <laughs> I know. One foot in the grave. <laughs> at all times. Yeah. But, yeah, I think it's Topanga. She... Let's. She opens Corey's eyes to be like, this is why you need to make the decision. This is why Eric is upset. Like, this is a deeper level of why Eric is upset. Yeah. I don't think you're seeing the full picture. And also, you used to want to be his friend. Right. And now you're specifically not. Cho- you're choosing specifically to leave him out of things. Right. So, like, you need to decide where you go from here. Yeah. And I, I think I'm going like to make it too. I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna agree with you. Yeah, I, I think wasn't she's sure. I wasn't totally sure where I wanted to go with it, mm-hmm. but I think that makes sense. I thought about giving it to the to the like clearly conservative husband who <laughs> starts a fist fight, at a, a fist at, a, fight. At, a, at a garage sale. At a garage um, sale. But instead, I I think I'll go with Tabanga. Yeah, <laughs> that would have been a close second though. I close think, second, yeah, definitely. You know what? He just stands up for his wife. Hey, he that's does. My wife. That's <laughs> my wife. You're not wrong. Yeah, you're not wrong. But yeah, it's. And he's it's not really wrong. wrong. That man. I mean, I don't know. You know, I don't know. Do I advocate? Violence doesn't. Violence is appropriate. Yeah. You know, sometimes. Sometimes it might. Somebody be. needs to be punched in the face. Sometimes it might be. Corey's been due for a punch in the face for. Quite oh a while, my god! For like know? two seasons. Like, this man hasn't watched the rest of this show. <laughs> <laughs> but if he had, he would agree then, with us. You know, yeah, he would also. Uh, that's what this punch is really for. So. Everyone recontextualize when this man punches Corey yes. in the face to make it. This is this is all of Corey's sins, punching him in the face at once. Yeah, I'm I'm okay because, with that. You know what? I'm down with He's that. He's never really had enough retribution. No, you know no. this is the first time we watch him really be held accountable. It's true. Actually, Eric holds him very accountable in this episode too, which yeah. I appreciate. We're really holding Corey accountable in this episode. Thank the God, finally. About fucking time. It's about <laughs> damn time. Yeah. <laughs> So, you know what? I don't know. No, I'm not going to give it to you. <laughs> <laughs> so you're like backtracking. I almost actually. talked myself into it. Now. Yeah, right? <laughs> that was good. That was good. All right. Two for Topanga. Congrats. Yeah. Which I think maybe, uh, maybe not her first It's the first season, in a while. But it's the first in a long it's while. It's been a minute since, yeah. since she's had anything going. That was kind of some another reason why I decided to give it to Topanga because I have been picking Eric a lot. Miss out of here a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Who deserves it most? I've been doing Eric a lot recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's, I'm trying to get him up there. He's definitely going to make the top five. Okay. Maybe even the top three. I we'll think, see. I we'll think see. so. Yeah. Get your predictions in, folks. We're going to round out the, the series MVPs. Which, you know what? I know I know it's, I know Feeney's high on the list. Yes. Obviously. Not a lot of Feeney in Season 7. No. There's a lot, not a lot of Feeney to go around in Season 7. No. So, so really kind of clean up, yeah. clean up hits for everybody else throughout this season. It's true. Not a lot of Alan and not Amy Not a lot either. of Alan and Amy in Season 7 either. Mm-hmm. Our adults are, are outside the window a little bit here. So not a lot of them coming in. Like they're, from a season perspective, mm-hmm. definitely ain't them. Yeah. But now the series, that, I don't know. There's some cleanup hits going on here. It's true. Now that we're getting into... Now that our child characters are adults now, then the adults have kind of taken a back seat, yeah. which is a bummer because I feel like that was a big seller for me with this show. Yeah, I, I love I, the adults. I like our adults. I so, miss them. I think that's also part of what the season lacks, it's actually, true. is less of them. And they're, and they're what's really good, it's I true. think. They are. So, Alan, Amy, and Feeney are kind of better. Mm-hmm. Than, and even, know. like, Turner back in the day. Yeah. 
Ah, uh, give us the grown-ups. I know. <laughs> I don't care about these stupid kids. Yeah, these dumb kids who can't figure it out. So, Idiots. yeah. Anyway, thanks for listening, y'all. We're yeah. r- rapidly approaching the end of this. It's. I think we're going to be done by the new year. Oh, yeah, for sure. I Only a couple left Potentially Christmas, yeah. Oh, my God. I know. Wow. Not Thanksgiving, no. <laughs> wow. But maybe Christmas. No, yeah. That'll be crazy. We only have three left. I know. After this. And two, and it's a two-parter. And it's a two-parter. I think we should do it all at once, though. Yeah, we'll do like a big... Yeah, we'll big finale. A, a big finale. Mm-hmm. And we're going to do a, a post, like a final, final mm-hmm. episode. Okay. <laughs> we'll ask, what did you learn? The but like of this whole process. <laughs> I've learned process. I want to that take a break for at least a year. Podcast is a hard hobby hard, to do when yes. you like work full time. Yes. Hobbies are hard. <laughs> hobbies are hard outside of COVID. Yeah. <laughs> they were easy during COVID. Yeah, hobbies were so easy in 2020. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's what I learned. Or hobbies are a lot easier when you're employed part time. Also that. Um, but also eating that. eating is also harder when you're employed part time. Also that. Also <laughs> that. Yeah. Alrighty. Well, thank hey. you all very much. Uh, enjoy the rest of your beautiful fall day if it is one where you are. Uh, it's not here, but it's no. kind of, it is a nice, like, I don't know, I'm off today, so I'm actually kind of excited that it's oh, like, nice. hang, you know, with some cool fall, just like rainy day fall vibes. Yeah. It's fine by me. I'm going well, to get I'm my first tattoo. Car, so. Yeah, that's so exciting. I am excited. I'm not going to be a lame anymore with no tattoos. <laughs> with no, with zero tattoos. Yeah, cool kid. As soon as I get the money. That's what, it, like, Look at me. I got a job. Moving to Logan Square. Yeah. <laughs> wow. You're already fitting in. My like Chicago millennial lifestyle yep. is really coming around. <laughs> oh yeah. Yep. Yep. Got a dog and a beard. Oh no. I'm a stereotype. <laughs> Fuck. Welcome. Welcome to Logan Square. Oh no. I didn't even. Re- I'm the person I used to make fun of. Yep. Shit. When I first moved to Chicago, I was like, all oh, those. Like Wicker wealthy, Wicker Park 28-year-olds <laughs> with their jobs and beards and tattoos and their jean jackets. Fuck, and I have my denim jacket today with all the buttons on it, too. Nice. nice. Oh, my God. I'm a fucking stereotype. I'm just a, I'm a bucket of cliches. Yes. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. It's the either died of hero. <laughs> Live long enough to see yourself again. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's me. Hi, <laughs> I'm the problem, it's me. <laughs> oh my god. I have been really enjoying that as an audio, like as a, as a, just yes. a, a funny joke. Like, it's me. It's me. Hi. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> and I, you know what, I like Antihero, and I know that Taylor knew what she was doing when she yes. wrote that chorus, and yep. that, that could be a very easy trending song for yes. memes. Um, I also think it's a good song, Listen, but she's that no chorus cool. is like basically written for TikTok audio. Yes. And sure. you know what? It plays great for the jokes. Yeah, um, it's true. It really does. I've made lots of them myself. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good album. Thanks, yeah. Taylor. I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, bye, y'all. What? Nope, that's how we're going <laughs> to Just kidding. What? No. I'm kidding. All right. Damn. Check us out online at social media places, the things that where you can talk to Megan. Um, and she'll go and get a, get a drink with you if you're in Chicago and maybe <laughs> that sounds Listen, weird. listen. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds, that sounds strange. Um, hit us up if you're in Chicago and if we're around and you're not a weirdo, then and maybe you're not we'll, a killer or a, or a kidnapper or a kidnapper. Don't ask to go and meet us over by Garfield Park, West Loop, apparently. No. Um, if you're cool and you're in Chicago and you want to grab a beer, let us know. Mm-hmm. And if you're not cool and you're in Chicago, don't let us don't know. Don't let us know. <laughs> <laughs> don't call us. We'll call you. Yeah. Uh, 
Thanks for listening. Check us out on Instagram and Twitter. And drop us an email if you want. And as always, class dismissed.